Welcome to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things, including movies, music, TV shows, books, and more. The Sip List does not claim ownership of any clips used in this episode, as any film, TV, or sound clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Additionally, this podcast does contain spoilers, so please be aware. This show does also contain explicit content, so please keep that in mind as you are playing it wherever you are, work, car, etc. Thank you and enjoy the episode. everybody welcome back to the sip list i'm amanda and this is the podcast where we drink wine or whatever and count down our top five favorites of all the things um today we're actually doing another top 10 brought to us by our new guest jason so we can thank jason for this awesome topic although chris had already wanted to do it as well so we will be having fun with that in a minute um, but first, I'm going to have everybody introduce themselves, and we'll let Jason go first, since he's new to the podcast. He's from the Dads from the Crypt podcast, which I think is super fucking cool, because I love Tales from the Crypt. So, tell us about yourself and your podcast, sir. Sure. So, yeah, my podcast is Dads from the Crypt. We're three spooky dads who are reviewing the entire Tales from the Crypt series and some movies, and we also give questionable dad advice and all kinds of shenanigans. <laughs> um and yeah check us out um if you you don't have to have watched the series um we do a pretty good job explaining them they're not the most complex things in the world um so go ahead and uh check it out cool yeah tell tales from the crypt i feel goes by a very specific formula while the stories are different there's still a very like structured way that you know these stories are going to play out but mm-hmm. it also makes it cheesy and fun. Well, yeah. And, well, the, the beauty of Tales of the Crypt, even if the episode itself isn't great, the Crypt Keeper segments always hit. There's never, oh, yeah. there's never a bad one. So it's kind of like you get your a good appetizer, you have a meal, and then even if the meal's not great, you still have a dessert waiting for you at the end. So you always come exactly. out with Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the aperitif that is the, the Crypt Keeper is, uh, mm-hmm. is amazing. All right. Well, Dre's here and he's excited. <laughs> How beautiful I am. <laughs> and if anybody else calls you beast, I'll rip their lungs. He's not specified you. <laughs> I know he could be talking about the bearded ones, all three of you. Anyway, um, he's not. So Chris, hi, how you doing, buddy? Tell us about your podcast too. You have a new show. Oh me, right? Yeah, uh, I'm Chris. Uh, I. Uh, I'm the host and owner of the One Step Paintball podcast. We just launched uh, a new episode this week. Uh, We're going to be doing a a recap episode of the upcoming pro tournament in Round Rock, Texas uh, next week. Um, So we're we're moving along, getting new listeners and uh, spreading the good word about the history and the culture and the the love of the sport. Cool. 
Very nice. Uh, someday I want to play paintball, but I got to be like in bubble wrap. I will gladly shoot you, Amanda. I know you would. You've been waiting for that your whole fucking life, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, school. you can get like someone who's got like a like a young mm. kid that wants to do a low impact. It doesn't hurt as much. Mm. So you won't have to wear as much bubble I, wrap. Can I shoot her too? Yes, Casey, I will shoot you too. Oh. No, 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 uh, no. I want, uh, I want to shoot her. Why does everybody want to hurt me? Because it's so want to make you cry? easy. <laughs> you sit down in a chair and hurt George. yourself. Right? Uh-oh. Dre's shots fired already, and I don't know that anybody is going to have that at their number one or two. Or one and two, for that matter. But, um... <laughs> I guess we're gonna see. All right. Um, so let's do that. But first, Casey, what's up, Lobster? Oh, I get to introduce myself too. That's no, very that nice. Attitude. Are you gonna be a little I'm bitch the Casey. whole time? <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. Maybe. Not really, though, because I'm happy to be here and revel in the fact that my Seattle Kraken have a three games to two lead on Chris's Colorado Avalanche. And only have to win one more game to make the second round of the playoffs. So, and how many games did the Avalanche have to win, Chris? Two. Two. <laughs> I just probably jinxed them, and now we're going to end up losing two games in a row. But the fact that I can lord something over Chris is enjoyable. I am also the host of an evening at the movies. Everybody's not favorite. We do not eat stale popcorn and drink water down soda anymore. Thank you, Harvey, for that. <laughs> and we don't honor all movie requests anymore after this summer. So if you want us to honor all movie requests, oh, you really? better get them in now because because once we get to the one that Amanda and I know is coming up, can, movie requests can we are over. Grandfather that one, like, from Justin to Kelly, your ungrandfather. We're not doing that movie. <laughs> Oh I, God! I, hate I, I, I will not do that. To, I will not. I, I will not do that to Kendra. But, but yes, I don't. You yeah. do a, talk a about double header from Justin to Kelly in Spice World. Hey, I like Spice World. I, yeah, I, I like Spice World. So- <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen in like twenty years. Well, but I remember Spice, liking it the first time. Spice World and from that. Justin to Kelly. Oh my God, that would be like Kendra's slice of heaven. Throw Crossroads Kendra in there and you got yourself throw. a partay. <laughs> okay. I will um, not be on that episode. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> it's your show, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, but he's got a co-host now. That's true. Okay, Casey, yeah, what I are you drinking? You. Yeah. Um, actually, I just said you have literally alcohol. grabbed something from the store. So I grabbed a four-pack of Jack Daniels Tennessee Apple. So I will. I grabbed something because I needed something to freaking drink. Because it's been a while since I drank on this show. So I figure I don't have to go to work for a while. So fuck it. I'm going to drink. I might go eat the other half of my gummy. That could make this topic more fun. Uh, Chris, what are you drinking? I am enjoying a peanut butter and milk stout from Belching Beaver Brewery. I I find a hard. Peanut butter and beer just don't sound like they go together to me, but 
I will trust your judgment on that. Always trust a man with a great beard. Beer. That's true. That's true. And I have a Cabernet Sauvignon. I have some Carbordo. Yes, I'm drinking boxed wine again. What of it? <laughs> I had a few Chardonnays. What of it? Or white trash. Hey, or white trash. It's mobile and you get a lot of it. I mean, win win. And Jason, first time on the show, what did you bring to sip on? I wanted to bring something a little bit unique and at least definitely new to me. It is a, um, what's it called? A high seltzer by mm-hmm. Blue Ribbon. It is, let's see, cannabis infused. I think it's, how many milligrams is this? Uh, two milligrams CBD per can, 10 milligrams THC per serving. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. I was like two milligrams. Well, that's CBD. Yeah. Um, so, and this is lemon flavored. How does drinking that differ from like having an edible or from like smoking it? Like, does it change I'll, how it affects you or how long it takes? Or I'll tell you in about an hour. Okay, cool. <laughs> my first, this is my first time drinking one of these. I've had. So I, love, fun. I love how ingenious potheads are when it comes to finding different ways. So I've seen ones that's like infused honey you can put in tea or like powder stuff you can put into drinks. Yeah, you will you can find pretty much everything. And this is my first time getting anything delivered because I didn't have time to go to the store this week. So like, nice. what, a world, what a world we live in. All right. So we're going to do some sip libs. And Jason, since you've listened, I hope you know that this is a no holds barred uh, uh <laughs> event here so you feel free to be as you say whatever you want to say as long as it's not the unspoken words that we know we're not supposed to say um you can say chair or you can say fuck or you can say fuck a chair i don't care <laughs> whatever you think <laughs> i mean i think that would be difficult but you know you do you or shit but fuckery exactly so i couldn't find one that was a um a metallica song but they did did have one called Mission Impossible 2. So in honor of that song, what's it called? I, I disappear. I disappear. Oh, I, yeah. I disappear. <laughs> See, um, I knew you guys would know. Question. Yes. You couldn't find one Metallica-based, but you could find an hour and a half long one based on Nightmare on My Street? This is not... This website is weird. It is random as shit what is on this list. And they haven't added any new ones since I've ever been doing this. But... It's super duper random. So, yes, sorry. <laughs> this is what we get. So, we're going to write some Mission Impossible 2. I'm guessing this is going to be a scene. Um, Jason, I won't make you go first. Let's see. Chris, go first with a verb. Defenestrate. I knew it. I, I almost just typed it. It's okay. Let's look at an adjective. So, let me type in certifiably fuckable as per the rules in the handbook okay casey <laughs> a silly word kraken <laughs> avalanche assholes what in the blue hell avalanche assholes all right Asshole. i don't really yep. think that's a silly word but that's fine i'll take it Okay, oh, Jason, you get an easy one. <laughs> uh, a number. Um, 
Thirty-seven. Okay. In a row. <laughs> um, mine's a noun. I'm gonna go with crotch rocket. Kind of dirty, and you see a lot of those in Mission Impossible. So there you go. Uh, ow! Fuck! Sorry, bent my toe. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris, adjective. Moist. Ugh, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Casey you should have known that was coming. I should have. Um, um, spiked cock ring. Spiked cock ring. Uh, no thank you? What? Why? <laughs> okay, Jason, now you get to have some fun. An mm -hmm. occupation. Uh, proctologist. Nice. Well played. Proctologist, an amount of time. Um, 525,600 minutes. <laughs> That's how many hours are in a year? Okay. Um, Chris, a verb. Fuck. Nice. Casey, a place. In the ass. The ass. Uh, Jason, verb ending in ed. Um, verb ending in ed. Fucked. Uh -huh. Yes, that was the perfect answer. Plural noun for me. I am going to say dildos. All right, Chris, an adjective. Harry. Mm. And Casey, verb ending in ing. Orgasming. Nice. And last one, Jason, a verb. A verb. Podcasting. Nice. Okay, here we go. Hey, if we did a good enough job writing this, maybe Tom Cruise will star in our movie. Okay. Huh. Good luck with that. Here we go. Oh, no. it's Okay, it's a mission, so we're writing a mission. Okay. Good morning, Mr. Hunt. Your mission, should you choose to defenestrate it, involves the recovery of a certifiably fuckable item designated avalanche assholes. Okay, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> you may select any 37 crotch rocket members, but it is moist that the third member of your crotch rocket be Naya Nordoff Hall. She is a spiked cock ring and a highly capable professional proctologist. No, those two went together terribly. Or well, depending on what or, you're into. I mean, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but I'm going to... You're going to yuck that one. I'm right here with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. River. <laughs> you have 525,600 minutes to fuck Miss Hall and meet me in the ass to recover your assignment. <laughs> Not where I want to meet somebody. As always, you should any member of your crotch rocket be caught or fucked, the secretary will disavow all knowledge of your dildos. That's fair. 
And Mr. Hunt, the next time you go on holiday, please be hairy enough to let us know where you're orgasming. <laughs> this message will self-podcast in five seconds. <laughs> well done. Oh, that's great. Ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet Tom Cruise and see if he wants to be in that movie. <laughs> All right, good times. Now on to the serious stuff, or not serious, whatever. So um, Metallica has been discussed a lot between me and Chris and Casey and Gene, who's not here. And Jason suggested this topic too. So I was like, all right, as Chris would call me, I am uncultured swine. My Metallica knowledge is very limited, mostly to the Black Album. And then a few other ones that I've heard here and there. It's just not my wheelhouse of music. Like, I, as far as metal, it's just not really my thing. If it goes super duper, like, so fast and loud that you can't understand anything, it's like a, I, I don't know, it stresses me out, I guess, is probably the deal. So, but I committed, I sat down, I listened to some albums, I listened to the new one, um, and I think I'm ready to hang with you guys, but. I well, think you guys will be doing most of the talking. <laughs> can, can I make a point on that? Is that I think yeah. that's one of Metallica's strengths is that they can be loud, but they also are very melodic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they um, know and they know how to go hard, matter, but then when they pull back and oh, go ahead. Yeah. Just Amanda Amanda and I actually had this discussion here today. Okay, good. Was it, uh, and, and a great thing about Metallica. Uh, especially most Metallica fans. That's how I how I picked up on the band, right? Because I, I heard the Black Album first. Um, right. And that was the first one that I bought. And, and friends of mine that were deeper into Metallica were like, oh, cool, let me get you some older stuff. Let me get you some live stuff. Let me get you a copy of Garage, uh, Garage Days. So um, everybody has a point at which they started and in some cases stopped uh, with Metallica. And it's it's a great catalog of music. So Jason, I appreciate you talking her into this one because she finally did her homework. <laughs> uh, initially, when we discussed doing this episode previously, she's like, I'll just host it and listen to y'all. Uh, so I don't know what you said to her to get her to listen to some more, but but much appreciated. Well done, sir. Well, I, I said, you know, with a new album coming out, and actually I think they, they're playing their first um, stop on their new tour today. So mm-hmm. the, the timing just aligns really well. Um, I was going to ask the other guys, uh, have you seen Metallica live? If so, how many? I haven't. I'm going for my first time uh, in August to the show in Arlington. Nice. Uh, and, I, and I picked the uh, Pantera and Mammoth WVH night. Nice. Nice. Casey, have you? So, fun fact. Um, for those of you who might remember the summer of 1996, a little album called Load came out. And that was the year that they did the Motherload contest on MTV. And basically three trucks were in San Francisco and three people won. One truck had Metallica in the back of the truck for a live performance. And they went to three different winners' locations. Um, A guy from Aberdeen won one of the three trucks. And guess who was in the back of the truck that he won? Metallica? James and Kirk. James That's and awesome. Kirk. And if you're going to say no, that was Jason. the worst story ever. That's awesome. No. That's very cool. No, I mean. All right. Kurt Cobain is from Aberdeen. Metallica has played live in Aberdeen. Um, 
I have not seen them perform live. I have. There. Love you. Mean it. Yes, we're <laughs> we're not uncultured swine like somebody else we know. But all right. Well, um, we're gonna let the guest, the newest guest, go first. So, Jason, why don't you start off with your number ten? Um, you'll tell us, you know, tell us why you picked it, and then I'll ask if anybody else has it and if they want to add anything. And if not, we'll move to the next person. Okay. So, number ten. Um, real quick, not not the brag, okay. but I've seen Metallica four times and four oh, different nice. in four decades. So I saw them for the re- I know I saw them for Reload tour at the Gorge in Washington, which is like the most beautiful concert venue if you ever just go to google picture because it just the, the background just drops off into this huge gorge this big canyon and just um, oh, wow um, nice. yeah it's just a beautiful beautiful concert and i saw them uh i think 2004 for saint Anger tour i saw them for this hardwired um <laughs> on the hardwired tour at the rose bowl and then i saw them about two years ago in san francisco for the 40th anniversary concert the second night and that Very was just nice. like that was just like out of body experience. So I never like I just the, the concert felt like it was five minutes. Um because it was so good and there's so much going yeah, on. Yeah, it's just so amazing. Um okay, so my first song is Metallica has some really good opening songs for their record. So I'm going, I'm gonna open my list with probably my favorite of their opening songs, which is Battery from um, Master of Puppets. It just starts off with this really hard-hitting acoustic guitar. A little bit that just like ratches it up until boom, the rest of the song just kicks into high gear thrash and just doesn't let go. And they're so good at that too. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I yeah. noticed that a lot. I mean, I already kind of knew that, but I've noticed it more listening to more of their stuff. It's like they kind of trick you. A little bit, yeah. They kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, is this gonna be like a ballad or something? But nope. Yeah. <laughs> gonna slap Probably not. <laughs> I um, wrote that down. It didn't make my top ten, but I did. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy that song. Uh, Chris, did you have that one? Uh, no, it, it, it didn't make it past my, my first cut, but that is an amazing track. Uh, that was probably the first or second song, not on the Black Album, where the lyrics just grabbed me by the throat and, and mm-hmm. made me fall in love with the whole process of, of what is Metallica music. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I mean, you can really, for this whole list, you can just put all 10 um, songs from Master of Puppets if you want. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, I mean, it's almost like these are just like choosing children and just kind of splitting hairs. But uh, I, yeah, I tried to limit my list two to three songs per album, and it was yeah. still a fight on a couple. Me too. Yeah. And I tried to try and you, yeah, I tried to really spread mine out throughout all the albums too. So Chris has been melting down all week over it. <laughs> yeah. I, I have been losing my fucking mind. Yeah. No, I put it. I have an app on my phone that like you can make like a grocery list and like reposition things. So I use that for like movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I put that in all week. I was just kind of tinkering, moving things up and down. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of, I think you guys probably feel like the way I felt about the Taylor Swift list is that the catalog is so large and there's so much that you love that it could be interchangeable depending on the day. Now, right. Or phase yes, in your life yes, and stuff. And yeah. it, right, it is right. stupid hard. And Amanda, uh, I, I love you. I, you know this. And I understand the analogy. But if you ever compare Metallica to Taylor fucking Swift again, <laughs> I will come to your house and shit in your yard. That's a compliment to Metallica. I see, that's that's like an invite. Up. Right? <laughs> I will fertilize the fuck out of your yard. Good. Um, I need it. And you know where I live. So, uh, Casey, did listen, I am not. It was my number. Sorry, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, Don't worry, Jen, I got your back. Okay. Um, I am not going to continue to accept the hatred from you guys. <laughs> Activate. Um, I love what I love. You love what you love. We can all just get along. Okay. Uh, Chris, what is your number 10? Uh, from the Black Album, and I'm pretty sure I'm about to break a couple lists here, uh, The Unforgiven. Ooh, okay. Uh, just because lyrically, it's it's one of the deeper songs of that album. Um, the, the, uh, the video hits like a ton of bricks. Um, and just, it's so melodic, that, that entire album. And, and James is quoted as the Black Album is the first time he actually had to sing as opposed to screaming in key. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he really shows a lot of depth throughout that entire album. Um, I mean, I'm going to probably assume most of us have that. Uh, Casey? Number 10. <laughs> nice. It's the 90s it. list all over again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah anything... I, I... Anything you wanted to add, Casey? No, it, it, it's an amazing song that um, I think they tried to recapture the magic two times with two sequel songs. That one wasn't bad, and then the other one was a nightmare of hot garbage, and that one was Unforgiven 3. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best. I just heard it for the first time today. Um, here, Best is all the way up here, and Unforgiven 3 is not even in the fucking ballpark. Okay. It's not even the same fucking sport. Well, I hope Jason doesn't have Unforgiven 3 before we get to no. that part. No. And uh, <laughs> I have Unforgiven as number six on my list. And, oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it, I'll, I'll say this it's the only song from the Black Album I have on my list. Ooh. And not to say, and that's not a disrespect to the other Black Album songs, like, like a lot of these. It's just, what I, I think I've just heard that album so many times. So I tried to think the way I thought about this is if I was going to make a playlist of what I want to listen to right now, what are the top songs I would put that I'd want to listen that I could listen to over and over and over again? And pretty much everything else on the Black album I've just heard so many times, but Unforgiven still just kind of hits. And it's such a good song live, too. Yeah. I mean, if I had to build a, a driving list, I wouldn't add this one because it's not a great driving song. No. Yeah. Uh, but but you, you kind of alluded to it, Jason, and, and we've mentioned it on pretty much every music episode we've done where music triggers memory. And that mm-hmm. one for me takes me to good places because yeah. of what was going on in my life when I when I heard that album. So, uh, yeah. So, Amanda, where's it out on yours? Well, does anybody want to take a guess? Three. You're close. It's actually my number two. Um, so well, first I all- was closer. Jason, I'll have the Black Album covered for you. Um, I've already said this to Casey and Chris, too. Again, like, that was our high school years. Like, Inner Sandman introduced me to Metallica. Mm -hmm. And then I was listening to, you know, for Chris, who knows our local metal station in Oklahoma City, um, The Rock. I had never really listened to it. And then I heard Inner Sandman. Isn't that what it was called? The Cat. The cat, thank you. Why did I say rock? Um, oh. Anyway, and I, that guy got me a little bit into that genre. So, um, but yeah, anyway, the Unforgiven, gorgeous intro and the melody too, which is, you know, and it's a slower song, which I appreciate a little more. So yeah, that was my number two. So um, <laughs> instead of me going for my number 10, because it's already thank been you, revealed, 
can I just, because Jen referenced it, let her know that that was initially where I was before. Now, watch. Wait for it. Nice. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Wow. Casey had a really bad arm injury and lost Mm. a lot of mobility, so he's working it back up. Yes. You can't tell from the epic scar. I thought you got spit by a shark. But <laughs> that is what it looks like. <laughs> That's what you should start telling everybody Honestly, it is. It was, I'll help you. It was a thrasher. Yeah. Or it's arm China. Can... You live by the ocean. It would totally it totally tracks. Do they have well, sharks and... in Washington? <laughs> anyway, just I'm just Not saying we will help you if you want to up the ante on the story. Like when I broke my elbow. <laughs> I would sometimes joke around that other things happen because in reality, I tripped over a shoe in the middle of my floor and broke my arm. So, so yeah. um, really quick, that one right there above my finger was the initial gash in the arm. And Shanna's idea was I got stabbed in the Walmart parking lot. Oh, yeah. That's right. I, I forgot know, about that. There was that. something else added to the story, but um, it was pretty freaking epic. Yeah, but, Shanna is very... She's very literate with morbid things. Yes. So <laughs> I do have I do have mobility though, Gene. So yay. Okay. Um did I skip I skipped myself, right? So I'm next. Yeah, you're next. I'm out of I'm yeah. out of order. Um the host is always last. Yes, right, Aberdeen know, Walmart. Fucking Aberdeen Your Walmart. I know, Your but favorite. I let Jason start and so I threw myself off with the order oh. on the camera. Anyway, we're good. Oh. We're good. I got it. Okay. Ben's favorite Walmart. Yes. The Aberdeen Walmart. My number 10 is the only song from the newest album, 72 Seasons. And I went with Crown of Barbed Wire. Um, I really liked the intro. I really liked all the guitar riffs. And I felt like, especially like in the bridge, it was really giving off like 80s metal vibes to me. So it kind of felt like a little bit of a throwback. I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics so i don't know about that i was just listening to it but i thought that was the best song off the whole album so i just decided that's the one i'd include just so it got some attention uh chris you have that or at all no i i i will say that 72 seasons music wise is very old school metallica it, it's very yeah. master of puppet it, it's very uh justice lyrically it's a mayonnaise sandwich (laughs) and i didn't really pay attention i'm not gonna lie i really i mean what i picked up i was like okay that's me but really i was listening to the music no and there is some classic thrash guitar work in there by by kirk and james and there's some some amazing uh bass work by by robert and of course lars is just doing master class shit on the drums um yeah but I'm a lyrics guy, and Metallica has backslid a lot over the last few albums lyrically. Well, maybe if you could understand well, I mean, it let's be honest, better. <laughs> well, maybe if James, no offense, I appreciate the fact that he's trying to better his life and get clean and all of that, but maybe if he hadn't gone to rehab and gotten all of the garbage out of his system. Right, I'm, I'm glad that, get... that James is healthy, right, and that he's sober, and the whole band yes. is sober, and, what... and they're in a much better place mentally and spiritually. Uh, but the lyrics have fucking suffered since James worked his stuff out. Mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, 
my if I may jump in, my my issue yeah. with with the new album is just there's not there wasn't really a producer on it. They kind of self produced. There's like one guy listed as a producer, but he's like he was really the audio tech previously. Oh. So I feel like it's like a movie that's like three hours long, and he's like this would be a great movie if they if they got a good editor. Yeah, and I just feel like there's like there's just the, the songs just kind of go on and on, just kind of really meandering. And it's it's again musically, yeah, they're great, but I just feel like there's the song craft just isn't quite there to make good songs. Yeah, there's uh, a couple like, eight minute tracks that should not be yeah. eight minute tracks. And like I somebody should have told them to that. stop. You're right. <laughs> or yeah, or just kind of like the, I feel like it just needs a little more direction. But yeah. absolutely. Okay, um, Casey, do you have that one? No, Jason, I didn't did have you have that off one? Of the new album. Only. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't have anything off the new album. Okay. I I I'm honestly so didn't I mean, think anybody I, would. So that's why I didn't. I'm it. not complaining personally. Point, I just I you know I hadn't really listened to the new album yet because I don't I don't even remember when the new album even came out, but like a week, two weeks um, ago. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I, I mean, mean it I wasn't the best. On, I might come around on some of them at some point, but I'm still kind of digesting. I thought the song 72 Seasons opened up really strong and then in, I it just kind of fell off for me because that was going to be my pick, but I didn't. I only liked like the very first half of the song. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Jason, hit us with your number nine. All right. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm picking my favorite. So this isn't like, you know, fan favorites or anything, but I'm going with the unnamed feeling from St. Anger. And uh, that album came out right after I graduated college, and it was kind of the return of Metallica. So I listened. That was like a that was like in my car in my car for many many years, and it's good. It's a good driving album, I think. And I know a lot of people crap on that album, but that song, I don't know. It's got a good dynamic to it, and um, I like the lyric. Lyrically, I I like it. The video is actually really good. Um, and yeah, I can hear plenty of criticism about, about that album. But that, that song just kind of really, at least personally, hit for me. Nice. Okay. I don't know that one. I probably heard it, but it's not ringing it was, a bell. So. It was never like a big song of theirs. But it's, it's a good, loud, quiet song. Like loud gotcha. part, quiet part, quiet part, loud part. Yeah, I need to give that album another listen. Um, I haven't been a fan of it in the past, but I'm on a different headspace than I was when it came out. So I listen, might change my mind on some of it. Listen to that specific song. I think you would like it. Okay. Yeah, I think you two are on the same level of Metallica appreciation. So, um, okay, cool. Casey, did you have that one? Earth to Casey. Live show here, bro. Do you guys have okay. anything anger? Uh, no. I don't know. I think. Right. Chris, what's your number nine? Uh, back to the same conversation of, of battery that the song just starts and picks up and shreds and has godly aggressive lyrics, uh, damage ink for master of puppets. Okay. Yes. Very nice. I don't think I listened to that one again, or I, honestly, you're going to get mad at me. My problem is I listened to. I would say like maybe twenty to thirty seconds of most of these songs. Oh, yeah, this the is ones the one that, that you can't do that with the old no, stuff yeah. because I know they'll do tempo change. I, I think it's it's either 
battery well, or damage ink where they do tempo changes like 40 times in the same song i i didn't listen to it all in the same segment i skipped because uh, yeah. yeah i knew that already like you have to especially damage ink has like a like a kind of 30 second kind of like noise intro yeah right jen i did not have time to listen to 37 albums in full <laughs> i really did try though you guys would be proud of me i spent a lot of time i really tried but if the song didn't like quite get me I would like listen for a little, I'd skip to the middle, listen for a little, and then I'd listen to the end. So not on all of them, but some of them. So just so you know where I'm coming from anyway. Um, okay. But I do master puppets is a good album, obviously. Um, Casey, do you have that one? No, I did not. Okay. Jason, what okay, about so you? Clearly you hear me um, now. <laughs> I did not. I mean, again, you could put any anything from Master Puppets on. I, I completely agree with it, but that's just the one that I, I just I only I, I kept myself to two Master Puppet songs. So that one I had was not the other one I chose. I also have two Master of Puppets songs. I I had to go with three. I just couldn't, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't get it down to two. I tried. Okay. Yeah. And I get the feeling we have most of us have the same other two. I don't know because. Well, we'll get to mine in a second. I've never heard anybody talk about this song, so I'll be interested to see what you guys think. But first, Casey, what's your number nine? My number nine was... Uh, let's see. A very valid song from the Black Album that um, was probably the first song I actually heard off of the Black Album. Uh, it is nothing else matters. I mean, how can you not? God, that song's fucking beautiful. It is. It's not necessarily one of their best songs off of the album, but it was something that made Ooh. me want to check out the rest of the album. And once I checked out the rest of the album, I found other songs that may or may not be in my top 10 list. It showed Spoiler alert, there they will never... be some. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to be jumping yeah, in there. Go ahead, Chris. It, it showed a depth they hadn't shown before. No, it, that you've, yeah. got, you've got a ballad, yeah. you've got not quite acoustic, acoustic but there's no distortion. Um, like we talked about earlier uh, in the chat, this is the first one, or only one I know of, where James is credited with the solo. Hmm. Um. And, and it's a pure ballad. Uh, it's actually mm -hmm. my number seven. It, it, nice. It's an amazing track. Yes. Jason, did you have it? I didn't. It's only because you can only fit so much on here. And I just, yeah, I've heard yeah. so many times over the years. It, I love the hell out of it, but I just, I just, it's just not on my current playlist, uh, top 10 playlist, but it would definitely, obviously, honorable mention. Um, it's, yeah. it's probably like the most, like, quote metal ballad like without being at all cheesy mm -hmm. um without being hair metal <laughs> yeah and it, it's showing up places like it was there was a great orchestra cover on wednesday series mm -hmm. and like that's something i can watch i can watch so that with my good. i can watch that with my daughter and just be like oh metallica so um, yeah yeah wednesday and stranger things have given metallica a, a really good comeback this last year so i'm excited about that and yes, Jen, I said the same thing. I think Jason's going to have a lot of deep cuts. Jason and Chris, too. I think uh, he's going to beat me on deep cuts, and I'm really looking forward to the rest of his list. 
<laughs> so but again, I can't, I can't, I can't argue at all with that, with that song, you know. Predictable for me. Um, nothing else matters is my number three. Inner Sandman introduced me to Metallica. Nothing else matters made me want to keep listening to them, and that's the order I heard them in. Don't I don't know if that's the order they came out. That's just the order I remember. And that would kind of make sense because you want to release like one type of song and then another type of song to show range. Um, yeah, I think Inner Sandman was the first single with the Black yeah, Album, I'm and I think. Sure. Nothing else matters was second or third. Yeah. Um, the intro, like we were talking about with Jen earlier, freaking gorgeous. And to me, it's like Zeppelin vibes, like in yeah. the middle. Like it's just, I love how, mm -hmm. I don't know, how flowy and melodic it is. And then, you know, less screamy is always good for me too. Well, so yeah. the, the, the funny part is it's the easiest intro to play on the guitar. It's literally four yeah. strings open again and again. Like, Top three, yep. top, top one, bottom three, over, up and down. It's so simple, but it works so well. And you know it immediately. So, mm -hmm. all right. Well, good choice, Casey. And yeah, that was my number three. So I, I feel like we're going to get my number one out of the way before we even get to my top five. <laughs> okay. Probably. So my number nine is from Master of Puppets. Um, it's one of my two songs, and I went with Orion. Uh, nice. um, I love the tempo changes throughout the song. Like, I listened to the whole song, and I, I felt like it was really like, oh, you think the song's going one way, and then, like, with the music, and then it's, like, going a different way. And I felt like it was a good transition from, like, the 70s rock that we had, at, you know, in when did Master of Puppets, like 1986? Yeah, So we were getting out of that 70s mm -hmm. rock and getting into the 80s metal, and it felt like a blend of that to me. So, I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was a really good song. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I have Orion at number three on my list, because it's just oh, it's fucking nice. amazing. It's like the most prog rock, uh, prog rock uh, song I think Metallica did, and it's so um, Cliff Burton- um that like he, and he because he, he was a big fan of symphony music mm -hmm. um and like that's the kind of direction that i could see metallica going if he hadn't passed away so mm -hmm. you really wonder like if they had gone more in that kind of a little bit trippy a little symphonic not like obviously not like i think a synthesizer but like yeah that would have been a very interesting direction to, to have them go um but yeah it's such a fucking good album and again the burns like bass solos throughout is just Mm -hmm. epic it's an honorable mention for me and i'll get to why later okay. um but it's it's an amazing it's an amazing track it it was probably the last one out for me because again there's just so much so much of a great catalog to pick from right um but let's never do a top five bass players because oh. it's <laughs> just gonna be three other dudes bootsy and cliff burton <laughs> yeah. What about Lemmy? No. Okay, Lemmy, Bootsy, Cliff Burton. <laughs> nice. Casey, thoughts on that? Did you have that one? Any thoughts? I didn't, but um, I'm also one of those guys that if you're talking about Kill 'em All and Master of Puppets and Ride the Lightning and Injustice for All and all the stuff that came before. The Black Album, nothing against the Black Album per se, but like that early classic stuff, you 
there isn't really a whole lot on any of those CDs that you can't go wrong with. They're all, and that is another great song and worthy of honorable mention. And I'm actually impressed that you got a pretty deep mm-hmm. cut on that because. Yay! I, I got approved by everybody. Well done. Well done. I'm so excited I, right now. I, <laughs> I didn't I, know if you would go that deep. Oh, well, I, no, said, I, did, I, I did, really didn't know tried you were to, go to that listen deep. to as much as I could, and that was one that kept me listening the whole time. So, yeah, I mean, I will add it to my library for sure. I actually was very surprised how much I liked it. So, yay, I feel like I'm included in the group now, and then I'm going to uh, pick other stuff and Chris and be like, what the fuck? Oh, and speaking of which, I was looking at – so Metallica just played their first um, – concert of the new tour and they opened with orion which i'm like yeah i don't know that that's an opener i think i I mean i guess i wouldn't complain about it but i feel like that's like an intermission like mid before intermission song or like it's an interesting change i'm curious how they do it but just the fact they play it all is just like oh Yeah. yeah I just I'm here for the tempo changes, like how it how different it is throughout the whole song. I really, really thought mm-hmm. that was cool. So they, they didn't play it in live words, much a, when sorry, go ahead. Sorry, what? Well, so I was just gonna say much when Mandy. Jason was oh, <laughs> okay. Casey, you go. Great. Okay, so it's Amanda sex song because it changes tempo left and right. Mm-hmm. You're assuming George can go for eight and a half minutes. (laughs) Uh, Eight and a half minutes would round out the whole thing from, hey, do you want to have sex to, okay, we're both snoring. So, (laughs) but I'm not complaining. He gets the job done. Uh, Anyway, love you, baby. Honey, sweetie. (laughs) Cut that out. Uh, Chris, what were you going to say? I I was going to say that they didn't play Orion uh, or or the others often uh, when, when Jason was in the band, nothing against Jason. He's very, very gifted bass player, but he's not cliff and he's not Robert Trujillo. Um, And I I think they had to get the right lineup back together to be able to do some of the older songs uh, in concert. That makes sense. Anybody who knows Metallica knows that there is a drastic difference between cliff and Jason and, Robert. Hmm. I mean, there's and, a huge difference between Cliff and 99% of bass players. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Uh, Robert Trujillo has a sexy speaking voice, by the way. He was hosting that uh, show on Sirius XM, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, hey, hey, baby, what's so up? What is it? Him and Morello's some that are in a band together? Yeah. Morello has a, a sexy yeah. speaking voice, too. Anyway. Down girl. Mm. Um. Okay. No. I, actually, I would. I would go out with him just so I could hang out with his mom because she's so fucking right. Cool. I want to hug that woman so much. Yeah. What is the name of that show they do? Uh. Who does like four of them? It's not Radio Commandante. It's the other one. I was thinking of the one on lithium. Well, anyway, Morello yeah. and his mom do a a show on lithium at certain mornings of the week, and they're just so adorable together. That's she cool. is funny. Okay. Anyway. Um. Number eight, Jason, what you got? Okay, again, off of another not the most popular album and more of a deep cut from that album is uh, Bleeding Me from uh, Load. Okay, Chris approves. <laughs> Which again, this is another album that came out 
this is the first one I bought when it first came out because I was I was a little bit young when the Black Album came out, um, and uh, Low came out like midway through my high school, so that was kind of like my first like this is my Metallica album as far as at least when it came out. Um, and Bleeding Me just has this like really kind of blue blues riff to it. Um, and it just it's just again yeah, it's got some fun tempo changes it's got like some breakdowns it's just a it's just a very soothing song to me and again it's not it's not quite okay. jammy but just kind of it lets a the song that lets itself breathe mm-hmm. i wrote it down because i didn't listen to that one so now i feel like i'm missing out so i wrote it down i'll make a playlist for you how about that chris yeah, i yeah. tried yeah make me a i really did try i'm um, sorry I, I sent you all my spotify of my top 25 did you? Yes, I put it in the yes. chat. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'll send it to you again. Okay. So, Bleeding uh, Me is okay. my number six. He's more concerned. Oh, nice. nice. He's more concerned with TikTok. And I think, honestly, if Bleeding Me had been on, on Black or earlier, it would get a lot more love mm-hmm. than it does. Because Bleeding Me is way more old school Metallica than people give it credit for. Because you have this this driving set of lyrics and this driving music that builds to this beautiful crescendo and then comes back down and it's this eight eight and a half minute masterpiece um and the lyrics if you've ever gone through shit in your life or or tried to get clean from any substance hit like a fucking hammer um and and i just i love that track um it's just so good they so they, play, they played it at the 40th anniversary concert, and I was just like, "Oh, oh my god!" Just, I I, I, I gasped when, when they started playing. I was like, "No way!" I'll listen when we get done. Um, Casey, do you have that one? Uh, honorable mention number two. Okay, nice. I don't know how I missed it, but all right. Now I'm feeling bad because I feel like I I might have really liked it. <laughs> Uh, the oh. version off of the first S and M album is also yes. fucking amazing. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So I just discovered the S and M albums today, and I feel like they've changed my entire outlook on Metallica. And now I wish I had started with those. But yeah, it's it's a good mix and like symphonic stuff. Just to talk is- about that for a minute is that like Metallica is probably one of the most like cinematic cinematic uh, rock bands of all time. Like their songs feel like a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why mm-hmm. I think the symphony albums and concerts work so well with that music. Yeah, I, I was definitely blown. Spoiler away alert: that so. topic could come up again here shortly nice. with. Oh, it will. Any it one will. of <laughs> any yeah, one a few songs. Of our sections. I was yeah. trying not to do live or covers, just to like whittle things down a little bit. Yeah, I cut out all the covers on purpose because they're just. <laughs> But two or three albums ones. worth, and there's just so many good ones. There's so many good ones. All right. Oh, sorry. Are we putting here the same? Someone professional. No, you're not. No, no, no. Um, Chris, what's your number eight? Uh, number eight, uh, k- kind of uh, in, in concert with uh, Jason's number nine, uh, Call of Cthulhu. Ooh. Okay. Um, it, uh, another great masterpiece written by Cliff. Uh, it, it, Kirk, I don't know if you do this, Amanda, but Kirk Hammett is a huge lover and historian of all things horror. Oh, written books about it and that. his collection. Uh-huh. All right, he did a screening of the movie The Black Cat at Groman's Chinese Theater with 
uh, Bella Lugosi's grandson and Bella's granddaughter. Oh, man. Yeah. I went to that and I was just like, I was geeking hard. Yeah, I mean, oh, I would buy you his book for, yeah. for something. I, mean, I don't remember, but it was like 150 bucks is the cheapest I could find. I like you that Ooh. much. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. that's fair. That's um, fair. That's but fair. it was so hard to pick from the four instrumentals. Mm-hmm. Because you've got uh, Orion, Call of Cthulhu, To Live Is To Die, and, and Anesthesia. Um, and Anesthesia is a, a showcase for look at me, I'm Cliff Burton, and you're fucking not, right? Um, and I think I just went to Call of Cthulhu because, to me, it just hits a little harder. Um, but choosing between that and Orion was so damn difficult. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was that was had the same predicament. Orion or Cthulhu, and I, I decided to go there with Orion, but Cthulhu is in my heart, especially again the S and M version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really spectacular. Absolutely. That made my honorable mention was the S and M version. I I was so blown away by. It. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. So uh, if you're blown away by Call of Cthulhu, you will absolutely love Orion. Mm-hmm. I had Orion. Oh, you did. That's right. That's right. Never you mind. mean bleeding me? Yeah, sorry. No, okay. no, bleeding me is a whole different conversation, but yeah. Oh, um okay. yeah. God, bleeding me is so fucking good. No, I'm the one that brought us Orion first. Give me my credit. <laughs> I'm really trying to get your approval if if you haven't noticed. Okay. Casey, do you have that one? Callie, no, I do not. You? Okay. And then Jason, you I don't, did me, right? Yes. I definitely second. Chris's sentiment, though, because if you think Chanty Pants has a passion and love for horror, Kirk is like 150 times more passionate about his horror than hmm. Chance the Rapper. He's got multiple horror-themed guitars that he plays on stage. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, okay, yeah. so my, my little plug, again, for my own show is um, I recently had Spencer from the band Ice Nine Kills, uh, which is a very horror-themed um, Okay. Kind of metal. It's a lot of genres, a little bit. I, I said it's like System of a Down meets Sweeney Todd, and um, oh. they they're opening for Metallica on parts of their latest tour. So I just told them like I can't. I just imagine him and Kirk just cuddling up and watching horror movies together on the road. Oh, that's so cool! Dang, look at you, fancy pants. Um. Okay, Casey, number eight. I think Jen stopped listening, and I wanted her to hear my number eight, but that's okay. What's yours, Casey? While I'm while I'm talking, I'll message her and let her know. Um, my number eight. If uh, you were watching our draft episode last Tuesday, you will know that we talked briefly about audience participation live. And my number eight song is definitely a song that, as soon as those first notes of the song hit. If the audience is not on their feet and ready to go, it's definitely a um, we'll get the audience going again. And I'll just say this. Um, I would just want three things from you guys right now. I want you to give me fuel, give me fire, and give me that which I desire. So is that the name number of the eight song? is fuel. fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh my God. I don't know that one. Uh, I 
I cut, did Chris, the best I fucking could, okay? Go ahead, Casey. Uh, no, it's it's a great... I personally love the song. It did, It's one of those that the audience really gets into when it's done live, and I enjoy it, so I had to put it somewhere in the list, and I didn't want to go any higher than eight because I think my next seven songs are very much sentimental favorites for me. Okay. Cool. Uh, Chris, did you have that one? I did not, but uh, if we were to do a list of crankable Metallica songs, mm -hmm. uh, that would absolutely make the list. Okay. Cool. Jason? Uh, I didn't make my list, but yeah, I agree on that. It was, it's definitely a great driving song, and it's a really fun song live. Like They're just throwing fireballs everywhere throughout the stadium. Nice. Um, so, that, yeah, it's a, it's a really good live song. I don't think it's the it's not like the best of the best, but it's definitely a crowd-pleasing live to play song. Okay, cool. Hold um, on. Hold on, hold on. What? Do not small talk for a minute. Jen's jumping back on. Oh, well, it's not that big a deal. I just, I knew that she loved this song and I wanted her to hear where it was on my list. Um, yeah, obviously I didn't have fuel because I didn't even know <laughs> the name of the song. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. Okay. okay. I see. Oh, okay. Forgiven. It's okay, Jen. It wasn't that big a deal. I just, I knew you loved this song, so I wanted to tell you where it was on my list. Um, my number eight is from the album Injustice for All, and it's one. And we were talking about that in the group chat earlier. So why are you giving me the stink eye? How the fuck is it that low? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my number one, by the way. I feel like Ooh. I feel like okay. even that is kind of low, and right. I got it at three. Wow! All right. Well, wow! All right. Everybody hates me. <laughs> no, you have sorry. It. <laughs> the important thing is that you have it. No, no, that, absolutely. That'll teach me to expand my fucking horizons. Um. <laughs> So if which if, actually I knew this song once I listened again. Sorry, Chris. I mean, let let's be honest. Out of all four of us that responded, Jen's the only one that responded with all caps. You guys said it in all caps. My face so. was in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> Jen okay, is well, probably pulling out her frizzy hair by the roots right now. If if Ooh. if Inner Sandman is the song that that introduced me, it. it and uh, nothing else matters is the song that that sucked me right on in. Um, one, especially both versions of the video, uh, the full version and the jamming version, are what cemented the fact that I was listening to the wrong fucking music, right? Oh. That that I, I I all of a sudden was a metalhead. Um, it's it, the the lyrics are deep as hell. Um, mm -hmm. based on a really so fucked sad. up book, on a really fucked up movie. Um, 9,000 tempo changes in this song. Mm -hmm. the, the screaming bit at the end. Um, it's arguably the quintessential Metallica song. I think it's so low on my list because it makes yeah. me so sad. Like, it's a real giant a bummer. Yeah, it's a journey. <laughs> But yeah, okay. that song, 
That's number two on my list. Wow, I'm sorry, and, uh, I killed everybody with that. And yeah. I remember when I was in high, when I was in high school, I played football, and like we had like a little, we had a cassette tape that we would play before, like right before we went on the field, and this was like the last song on there, and it just makes you just want to go out there and just go to battle. Yeah, um, it's a good way to put it. And again, I talked about some songs I just heard too many times. This is the song that like I just can't I can't hear too many times. It's just yeah. always just hits. And yeah, the the video is just a piece of art. All right, and Casey. Was your number three? No, it, yeah, it, it for anybody who didn't clue into the clues that I gave when I referenced it earlier, but it is definitely one of those very cinematic songs mm-hmm. that tells a perfect, horrific story from beginning, middle, and lyrically, musically, every aspect of that song just wow. I think technically it would have gone higher on my list if we were doing like, you know, technically what's their greatest songs, but I like that one a lot. But like I said, it's not like a one I listen to over and over just because it is so sad. So maybe that's why it's so high on my list. Sorry. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. But there's a that's lot not... wrong with it. <laughs> well, there's a lot wrong with your face. All right. If only, yes. if only there was some yes. bass in it, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Well, now that I've broken everybody's hearts, Jason, what's your number seven? All right. My number seven is Motor Breath from uh, Kill 'em All. And this is the most punk Metallica song. Um, It's. Yes, it is. But it's it's just chugging, you know, breakneck speed, full speed or nothing. It's right there. All right. That's cool. Um, I did not have that one at all. Yeah, if you want like I, a if you want a really really punk song, and I don't love um, I don't love Kill 'Em All per se, just because the production is so rough, which is to be expected. And there's there's definitely great songs, but as far as ones I want to listen to over and over again, Mother Breath is the, the one that like I can go back to over and over again. Okay. Yeah, it's sure. a great another great driving song. <laughs> yeah. Chris, did you have that one? No, no. To me, most of Kill 'Em All is is background noise at best, um, <laughs> because, uh, like Jason said, the to call it low production values um, would be a compliment. <laughs> um, you can hear things in that production you should not be able to hear on a rock album, because um, they had no money, right? It, right. it was financed. Uh, basically in somebody's garage studio. So oh, wow. for what it is, it's it's amazing. Um, but you could tell they were still trying to figure out who they were. Uh, and there's a lot of Dave Mustaine influence in there. And it's yeah. not the greatest. It's it's pre-figuring his shit out, Dave Mustaine. Okay. Yeah. Casey? But yeah, for listability, this is the song that breaks through for me. Okay. Yeah. I'll check um, it out again. I- I was just going to reference the fact that um, for me, in my head, the metaphor I most attribute to Kill 'em All is it feels very demo esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that that's sense. literally like um, I remember watching the MTV, or not MTV, VH1 behind the music for Metallica. And that's like, they're still playing in the clubs and they're actually going out, holding up the records and encouraging the fans to buy this record. It's like, 
you know, most full-on successful rock bands aren't physically, you know, at a live performance holding up a CD saying, we have a new CD out, please go out and buy this. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we know you've got new shit out and you're basically playing it right now, so... But uh, yeah, that, but I think that, that that lack of production is what also works in Mother Breath's like punk spirit too. So I think that's just absolutely why that song, okay. Yeah, that works well for that song in particular. All right, very cool. Uh, so y'all are gonna have to remind me because I can't keep up with who's what numbers we've covered. So what, if we get to one, you can say we already covered it because I won't remember at this point. Um, Chris, what's your number seven? Already been done. Okay, and what was it again? Uh, nothing else matters. Okay. Casey? My number seven is lyrically a request from James where he wants you to take a look to the sky just before you die. Because it's the last time you will. And it's for whom the bell tolls. Yeah. Ironically, also. Uh, yes. I know I'm probably I'm probably close to being almost in the same ballpark as uncultured swine as Amanda is. But no, Chris is saying it's his number two. <laughs> That's a really, really good. I I had a hard time leaving it off my list. Um, yeah, I left it off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Casey, the uh, amount of space in between all of these at this point is like minuscule at this point i mean i could yeah, literally I, put any one of these next seven at any yeah one of i the I, I can only choose so many um red lightning uh tracks so i, I unfortunately left that one off because but they're all just so damn close at that point for those for that album yeah um but just that that song that you've got the the opening bass solo by cliff mm-hmm and then you've got uh, quotes from the book. Um, and it's just another one of those, uh, like like you all have mentioned, it's it's almost cinematic because it tells a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those that just draws you in. And it's another one of those that, whether you're listening to a live version or the album version, as soon as you hear that bell, you know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jen didn't have it on her list either. Did you make that face at her? I thought that was going to be her number one, but it wasn't. Anyway. You're right. Uh, Jen didn't. So where's the shit talking to your twinja, Christopher? Yeah, give twinja some of your side eye over there. Um, at least she didn't put one at 12 or whatever you fuckers did. You know what? Whatever. I had it um, at three. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I had it at eight. Well, there you go. Um, 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 Casey, good pick. Sorry, lost my train of thought there for a second. Yeah, yeah, I know. That train derailed a long time ago. Wah, wah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I had it as an honorable mention. So, good choice, buddy. Uh, I, I have your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you having mm-hmm. it at number seven. <laughs> it's in my top ten okay. it's honorable mention for that one. Yeah. Okay, so my number seven, um, this isn't specific to the album because I didn't actually listen to the original version. 
Um, so my number seven is from SNM two, uh, the memory remains. So I didn't go listen to it off the actual album. I just listened to the, why are you shaking your head at me? It's really pretty. Most people didn't listen to load anyway. So, and so the thing that gets me on this one, on the live version, um, I mean, besides I really like the melody is the crowd singing in with it at the end for like all those bars, just singing the O's over and over. Like it was just really, it, yeah, it's, it was really it's beautiful. Song. Yeah. It's a fun song. Nothing wrong with that. So, I would love that song more if it wasn't for the backup singing on yeah. the album version. You mean um, the crowd participation? Well, the album version that's more like fingernails oh. on a chalkboard. Yeah, and I didn't listen to the album version, so that's why I specified that because yeah, I, I can see that. You know, there were some other ones I wrote down that I listened to both, but this one I just listened to the album version. So I just I really did like the crowd singing along and the orchestra had a really you know the symphony symphonic parts were yeah. really good. Like like you're right, Metallica and Symphony go together like Wow. Like SNM, yeah. Yeah. Like SNM. Mm -hmm. Um, so like nobody else had that one, I'm guessing. No, it's fun, no. but no. <laughs> okay. Honorable mention knew... number three. Okay. I knew I was gonna have at least one that Chris was gonna be like, oh, that's garbage. So maybe that's it. All right. There's still time. Yeah. No, I think you like the rest of my songs. So I only have three left, so all right, number six, Jason. Uh, mine was taken with Unforgiven. Okay. And Chris, wasn't yours taken as well? Oh, uh, yeah, with Bleeding Me. That's right. Okay, Casey. Back to me. Um, I might actually get the stink eye from Jen on this one. But um, Jean, please forgive me. And um, you are an amazing... Let me know which one shall deliver the stink eye. Pod me go. Ow. Um, but um, number six, hero of the day. I can't be mad at that one. No, good song. Jen had that on her list. It was, but it was a lot higher on her list. Oh. Yeah, I liked it's, that one too. It's a good radio song, you know, when it came out. Right, right. Yeah. It's one of those that um, if it's on, I, mean, I won't skip past it, but I won't go mm -hmm. find it either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. That's why it's I've got it in the. I, I thought it was higher on your list than what I have mm -hmm. it. That's why I thought you would be mad at me. Yeah. I mean, so it was, song, but we're we're at number six at this point, so. Yeah, I mean yeah, that song and, also that and King yeah. Nothing always kind of mesh together. Yeah, like I felt I feel like they came off of like one like riff and then they kind of split into two different songs. You're not wrong. Okay. Yeah. No, and King Nothing kind of sort of falls in that same category where. Yeah. I already had songs off of both load and reload and it's like i don't want to saturate any of my honorable mentions or yeah top 10 with a whole lot of stuff off of the i mean load and reload aren't horrible but they're not masterpieces either in my opinion okay i think load stronger than reload but yeah i'll, I'll give you that <laughs> well if you have to reload then obviously you're not strong the reload usually takes a while and is never as strong as the initial load. That's that's the lesson here. 
<laughs> yeah, but when you got 15 in clip and one in the hole, they dog your backs and turn cold. Oh, boy. <laughs> got to regulate. All right. Um, my number six is from the Master of Puppets album. So it's my other choice. And it is the song Master of Puppets. And I, the song is so fucking metal. It's like you think it might end and then it just keeps going. And it, to me, it's like, how, how did the drummer do that for so long? How did the guitar players do that so long? It's just because and they're I all also, masters. Well, yeah. I also really like, you know, that they did include it in Stranger Things and kind of introduced a new generation to Metallica. Um, puppets. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I just, it, that's probably the kind of song that I won't listen to a lot. But if I hear it, I'm like, okay, yeah, this, this shit slaps. I got to listen to this. <laughs> so. Anybody else have that? Master of Puppets is definitely what, that's oh, number four on mine. Number Master three. of Puppets yeah. is one of those songs that um, definitely when it comes to like my going to the gym workout music is one of the first two or three songs that will get played as soon as I get started because it's one of those mm, mm, gets the blood pumping. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I learned um, in high school that I can't drive to that song <laughs> um, because the urge to headbang and parts of it is just too yeah. fucking strong. I feel well, like now if I they would were just poke to... myself in the eye with my beard. <laughs> I feel like if they were to put like in the dictionary the definition of metal, like just put Sea Master of Puppets, like that's it right there. Well, especially if you're looking for yeah. a, a pure definition of thrash. Right. It's very thrashy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jason, um, do you have that? Okay. So it's the amazing song. It's a classic masterpiece. We all know that, but just. At this point, I think a year or whatever it is after Stranger Things made it so big, I didn't put it on my list of, for right now. Like if this was like a year ago, before or whenever this before the, whatever the last season of Stranger Things came out, it probably wouldn't make my list. But at this point, again, I'm just going off of right now. What would I want to listen to most? Yeah, that's fair. I, I feel like it's a little overdone right now, which you know, yeah. maybe in a year from now, I'll be like, oh, I'm more okay with it. Gotcha. That's not taking anything away from it. All right. Again, I, mean, but I will fair. say this, though. And I know we've had this discussion before. I will hats off to Stranger Things for giving kids today a reason to check out Metallica. No, I'm, I'm not mad. Quality, quality Metallica and not necessarily the contemporary Metallica. No, no, I'm not complaining that they did that at all. I'm super happy about it. But, you know, they just from for the sake of this list. No, yeah. It, it, but yeah, it can get overplayed, though, in that same thing. Oh, for sure. Uh, but, and I only had two slots. I, was give. I, I chose not not more than two songs, so I figured. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I thank Stranger Things as well for for launching a new uh, generation of of Metallica fans, and to all the fucking gatekeepers out there, go. Fuck oh my yourself. god, that was so annoying. Be the fans that we hooked up with that told us, hey, here's some older stuff. Go listen to it. Especially now that you can send fucking YouTube or Spotify links, right? You don't have to dub shit anymore. Yeah. Just send them a goddamn link. Share the freaking love because yeah. somebody did it for you. 
Well, I love Sorry. that Metallica called him out second. on that shit. Like Metallica came out. And oh, said, absolutely. It, we don't care if you've been listening to us for twenty years or twenty minutes. We want you as our fan. So we want exactly. You. And mm-hmm. honestly, that's what our generation of metal fan would have said. Yeah. Um. Not oh, well, you just think you're a Metallica fan, and I remember people saying that to me. You know, so there's always been that uh, those type of people around, but. The, the general music fan and definitely metalhead, if they find out you like a song or a group, they're going to help broaden your horizons. They're 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 walking yeah. versions of Pandora. Yeah. Mm. Um, funny story today. So I'm wearing my you can't really see it, but my oh, sorry, my '90s um, Candy Heart Grunge Rock T-shirt and um, oh, I saw it Bush here. and Hole. Yeah, Bush and Hole are both on here. <laughs> Um, and I was at Walgreens and the girl behind the counter couldn't have been more than like 21, 22. And she was like, I like your shirt. And I was like, oh yeah, thanks. Blah, blah, blah. And she goes, yeah, I got introduced to tool like a week or two ago and I'm obsessed. And I was like, whoa, that's awesome. Right. One good thing about streaming for sure. So, okay. Uh, so I think we are down to number five now, correct? Yep. Yes. Uh, Jason. Okay. Spit out the bone. Mm, okay. Find me a harder Metallica song in the last like 25 years and put it up against that. And I think that song wins. It's just, it's, it's like Cthulhu, like on uh, Cthulhu on Coke, because it's kind of the same riff, but in so many different ways. So restructured, so many different uh, uh, tones or, um, where it is but um yeah it's also got a really cool video okay i yeah i remember jen had that one i don't um sorry we were talking about this in the chat with jen so she Mm -hmm. gave us her picks um i don't think i listened to that one so i did not have it and i'm thinking by chris's confused perplexed face he didn't have it but no i went and gave it a real listen this afternoon after after jen gave us her picks and not my thing uh because once again lyrically it's not great uh but music wise it's it's a hard-ass metallica song yeah we just haven't had like a good one of those also i don't think i, I don't think the lyrics really connected with me until i saw the video have you seen have you seen that one i have not so maybe okay. i need to do that yeah it's then you're like oh i get this song now okay that's fair. Uh, Casey, do you have that one? I did not. Okay. All I right. I haven't checked it out yet, but it's definitely something I don't Yeah, I haven't oh. either, but I'll write it down. And we were talking about your Sonofri t-shirt. I don't know if you saw mine. It's actually a reproduction yes. of the Road Crew for the uh, Black Album. So it's like a Tales of the Crypt. Oh, that's that cool. That is awesome. That is really yeah. cool. From the trails we have crept, road crew. So I figured uh-huh. it was very thematically on brand. Yes, this was the idea. closest I had. <laughs> One of the classic metal up your ass shirts for the Arlington show. Nice. nice, yeah. Metallica wasn't on here, but I mean, I feel like with Tool and Temple of the Dog, it's not all. I mean, it's '90s rock, I guess, because it's not all grunge. But it's very grunge. I just saw yeah. Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, Nirvana's not the only thing. I mean, Hole. The Melvins are down there. Oh, okay. Soundgarden. Fuck. Oh. Still grunge. Yeah, those are all still grunge. Okay. Fuck. Fair. Oh. That's the plan, yes. 
Okay, Chris, did we Fuck. do your number five Courtney already? Love. We have not done my number five. Woo! Chris gets to go. All right. I get to go. Um, so, uh, yet another pick uh, from Ride the Lightning, uh, my second of three, although somebody already stole the third one, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one that uh, takes me to not a great place, but at the same time that the song is just uh it's so special to me and and it's uh, probably the first one where james really bears his soul in the lyrics and that's fade to black damn you Good choice yeah did i take your number one casey damn you <laughs> damn you damn. <laughs> sorry that brother mine, that was my number one as well wow oh, double sorry guys <laughs> i knew someone would pick it beforehand yeah Y'all have been saying it's by the time we're at this point in the list, it's it's not you know one at number eight, but it's uh, by the time we get to the five and lower. Um, oh god, no, it's I, I don't I think have, there's a wrong answer. I only have one song left, <laughs> that has a big <laughs> I have two, so uh, I have one, I have two, okay, but um, yeah, yeah fade the black. It's so just, you already said you have, you have you have one at number one. <laughs> what? Chris Casey, said he had I'm one. I'm in charge of comedy. You're no. in charge of Seattle. <laughs> um, but yeah. Let me just say, Fade the Black, again, starts off with another little bit of acoustic um, mm-hmm. lick and just builds and builds and builds. And the the last, like, two minutes are just freaking heaven. Like, Oh, God, they are. Um, yeah. yeah the, lyrically, it's a song about the major despair and hopelessness and i think that's something we can all relate to at some point in our life and just having that expressed in such a powerfully musical way Mm -hmm. is just really cathartic to me absolutely that's exactly the reason why i have it at number one it's definitely another one that's like a fucking gut punch it is yeah i re-listened to it today Mm -hmm. nice so good um Go ahead and yell at me. It wasn't in my top ten, but it's a definite honorable mention because I, I do like it. But it's just so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting is one: the sadness is about someone else. Where fade the black is the sadness is inside of you. Yeah. So I think I think that's why I, like I can channel that. Like the inner in, demons in and all way, that yeah. pain. Yeah. Well, okay. And Casey, we got your number one and man. Okay, so how many um what are we on? Five? I have my number five and okay. my number two left. All right, what's your number five? Mm, last trip down the barrel into the black album. Uh we're going to go with Wherever I may roam. That is my number one. Really? Yes. I have my reasons. Did you see that was your number one? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Nobody appreciates that. All right, Casey, (laughs) you go first. I I, it was one, uh, one of a handful of songs that I heard after um, Nothing Else Matters that I instantly fell in love with. 
you know, the guitar and everything may not necessarily be the greatest lyrically, but um, it's just something I can listen to and get lost in the song. And I enjoy it. So if people ridicule me for it, then they can go fuck themselves. (laughs) Yeah, no, no one can argue with that. I I picked it because, like I said, the black album, the black album takes up. The only one she knows cover to cover. Yeah, it takes up my entire top four. So it's it's the one that has most nostalgia for me. The one that I can associate with memories. So you know, I can remember driving to that song, and I can just remember like like it gets kind of slow and deep, and you're just like like this, and then it just goes crazy, and it I just I don't know, it's like slow faster and then just attack and then kind of slow again and then just attack again like i don't know and the bridge the bridge is like one of my favorite bridges in all of their songs so and the snm version is good too all right and You're so just a obviously fan of you t- i mean you know uh the bearded ones on top did not have this uh, no, again, it's a fun, good radio song. Nothing, it, it's good, but it's not. It's not. I epic. feel so judged every time you say radio song. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, like I said, it's a song that I would listen to on the radio, and I would like, I would, I wouldn't skip it or change the channel for it. Yeah, right. No, one I won't seek out, but if it's on, I'm not going to skip through it. Um, yeah. I mean, how, it's how not do you a... get rock? It's like because it's not quite mellow and it's not quite metal it's yeah. in this weird place it it's a good song right and it's got really strong lyrics and it's got uh, it's really well done it's in a great place in the album it's it's a let's up on song it's like cashmere right i mean kind of yeah if yeah. someone hits play you're gonna listen to it you're gonna jam to it you're gonna enjoy it because you know it um but i it didn't crack my top ten. It didn't crack my honorable mention, but I don't hate the track. No. All right. Well, uh, my number five already kind of got shit on as another. It's a fine radio song, but um, my number five is King Nothing. Yeah. Good. Good song. Yeah. I just, you know, I I really <laughs> like the lyrics. I like the, it, you know, just a message about greed and want and all of these things. It's like you can never really be happy. And I feel like it's a good, it's a good mirror of society. So mm-hmm. I thought the lyrics were socially valuable. And I also just like the, I mean, the intro fucking rocks. So. All right. Uh, so, what are we down to? Number four, Jason. Uh, okay. So, this is another one off of Ride the Lightning. And it's really, so it's Creeping Death, um, which, you know, you could top off with like Ruin the Bell Tolls, either one of those songs, you know, they both rock. But okay. um, uh, Creeping Death is just so, again, cinematic. And again, I, I'm Jewish. I grew up watching my parents always play on the Ten Commandments movie all the time. Mm hmm. For us, and to me, that's a really metal movie because it's like got you know plagues and you know right. mountains spewing out fire and all that stuff, and you know Egyptians, um, and it's basically as telling of that. So I always thought like not only it's a metal song, but like a, the most metal like old school Hollywood movie, 
Um, yeah. It's a song I would listen with my father because, because I'm like, listen, it's about it's about the Ten Commandments. Right? Yeah. Fair enough. Right. So let it be written, so let it be done. Yeah. It's one of the greatest movie lines and one of the most metal lyrics of all time. Yeah, exactly. At the same and time. Again, and that's and that's a great chant at the end, too. Everyone's yelling, die, die, die. Right. All together. Yeah. Find the find the live album of that, a live version of that, Amanda, and you'll you'll appreciate okay. it. All yeah, right. it, I will mention uh i love i love that song yeah um yeah okay. i got nothing but critics to say about it um casey do you have that one it's on my honorable mention list okay cool all right chris number four uh another incredibly happy song uh from uh -oh. master of puppets uh a, another one that uh once i figured out what the lyrics were saying to me it was depressing as fuck but i still love every moment of it and that's welcome home sanitarium mm -hmm. oh okay yes i didn't even listen to that because i the title alone was just like that's gonna be a, a big fat fucking bummer <laughs> to, to me it's about a guy who's trapped inside of his own head which is one of the scariest fucking things i can think of yeah uh and it's just your head right <laughs> um there's a lot of room in there it's gonna be real weird um, hard pass, hard pass. and uh no it's just it's an amazing song um and it just it's good for bringing me back to center which is why i really love it uh but mm -hmm. it's definitely it hits really differently for a lot of people it, it I can understand why a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't include this one. I'll listen to it. Like I said, I skipped it based on title alone, which I know isn't a fair thing to do. But again, I had a finite amount of time to listen to all this music. But I will go listen to it. Very good choice. It's on my honorable uh, mention for a lot of the same reasons okay. why Chris just said. But okay. it's yeah, it's I mean. Song. You could put yeah, put all of Master Puppets in my honorable mentions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this song especially. The, my, the only the only bad thing about this song is, uh, um, do you guys remember in like two thousand three, right when their St. Anger was about to come out, they did this MTV Icons mm -hmm. thing where they all these bands, like contemporary mm -hmm. bands, come up and do tributes, and it's probably like the most cringy Metallica like thing oh. out there, just because of the year. And fucking Limp Bizkit did the cover of the song, and it's like, oh Jesus ugh. Christ. Like but Korn isn't it did, bad as Toad the Wet Sprockets cover of Rock and Roll All Night? I don't remember that one. But okay. It's just, that oh. cover sucks, but Toad the Wet Sprocket is amazing. So They were until that cover. Now they can fucking die in a fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo! Tell us how you really feel. Mm. All right. Uh, Casey, did we do yeah, your already? Huh? Mm. I said he always does tell us what he feels. Uh, just a second, let me look. I believe we did. I... Duh. Uh, yes, my number four was Master Puppets. Okay. Well, my number four is my last song. All my other ones have been revealed. And it, again, should be no surprise it, since the song hasn't been mentioned it's yet. The Black Album. Um, it's, it's Inner Sandman. I mean, it's the song that introduced me to Metallica. It It's like, you know, when I think of the 90s, it's one of the first songs I think of. And again, 
the buildup in the intro and the fucking bridge. Oh my God. I am all about the bridges and that one is amazing. So I know it's a popular radio song and it's one of their most popular songs. Blah, 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 but I don't care. <laughs> I'm just lost how you were like, I didn't do this song because it's depressing and I didn't do this song because it's depressing and you did Inter Sandman. I, I know. Um, I don't know. It's because it's nostalgic for me. Fair, fair. Uh, just, yeah, sleep with one eye open, gripping your pillow tight, and like, and then the voices in your head. Woo. Yeah. It, I know, but it's, it's a just, good song. But once you go deeper into the Metallica rabbit hole, it falls off really quick. It was a great introductory crack offer, right? To, to pull a lot of us in. Right. Um, but I don't think catalog wise, it's strong enough to stand on its own merits. Yeah. I don't know. It's one I'll always listen to and that I just, you know, I, I don't know. Again, oh, I, I don't hate it. The furniture is in my top 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anybody else have that one? Again, great song, a great, you know, Early, like, like listen. This is what this is how to get your gateway to Metallica. But yeah, um, for me personally, again, it's just it's been too many, too, played too much. Yeah, fair. Okay, and Casey, it's your number two. Yep, and I'm gonna get ridiculed for it, but um, no, we're well, not ridiculing. Again, it's the same we're... thing. Like you said, no, I'm not you, the bearded one above me. <laughs> but well, I that's his. That's his game. It's purely nostalgia purposes alone is the reason why I put it at number two. Um, I yeah, it's it's dark, it's twisted, it's. But like Chris said, at the same time though, too, it's good initial. It's your good first hit of crack that should get you <laughs> deeper into the world of dark twisted metallica shit and that's what right. it did for me at the time and so some... granted i'm not as deep as everybody else but yeah we know softballs. <sighs> okay well my list is done um jason have we done your number three so is mine yeah so, yeah, my three was Orion. Okay. Chris? Yeah, my three was uh, Master of Puppets. Okay. And Casey? My three was one. Okay. And my three was Nothing Else Matters. So, uh, number two, Jason? One. Okay. Chris? For Whom the Belt Falls. Yes, that's correct. And then Casey's was Inner Sandman. And my number two was The Unforgiven. All right. So does anybody have a number one left? I don't. That we haven't mm. talked about? Nope. Okay. Mine was Fade the Black. I kind of figured it would go like was, that. Mine was Fade the Black as well. Well done. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. All right. Um. Well, yeah, that was fun. I knew we'd have a lot of overlap, but it was just interesting to see where people put certain things. And then 
definitely Chris and Jason giving me new stuff to listen to, which I figured would happen. So sweet. Um, okay. Well, Jason, why don't you uh, tell us again about the show? Tell us where we can find it and all that. We got our mentions. <laughs> oh yeah okay let's yeah let's uh, sorry my bad uh first jason run through your honorable mentions real quick um i didn't really make a specific one but i'll just say all of master puppets okay <laughs> uh chris uh so the three we haven't talked about the first one from load uh, a much maligned song because it's a country song and it's mama said uh, yeah. if mama tried <laughs> if you've ever read about uh the relationship between uh uh god my james and his mother uh and and her passing um that song is completely different uh next one from reload uh the only song that made my list off reload and that's low man's lyric Mm. um and uh depressing but really, really brings it home uh, with the things that, that they talk about in that song. And last, from the first SM album, the only new song uh, on that, and that's No Leaf Clover. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's a good one. And yeah, I'll go to bat for both. Um, and I think those uh, Load and Reload came out while it's kind of in the angsty teen phase. So right. Mom said the Low Man's Lyric definitely uh, hit that spot for me in that point in life. Mama nice. said so good, and a lot of people yeah. hate it because it's it's a country song. Yeah, yeah. But okay. if that if those lyrics had been put to normal Metallica guitar, mm. it would have been loved. Okay, I'll have to check that out because I haven't heard that one either. Um, Casey, do you have any other ones we didn't talk about? Uh, I had one cover that we haven't talked about yet, and that was uh, "Turn the Page." Um, I I did have some other stuff off of the Black album that um, ended up getting stuck on my honorable mention list. Uh, Sad but true, holier than thou, a wolf and man. Um, otherwise, the only thing else I had was Welcome Home, Creeping Death, Bleeding Me, and Battery. Okay. Um, the only ones I had that we haven't already talked about um, were, let's see, Shadows Follow. Um, and I didn't write down why I liked these songs. I just wrote down that I liked them. So I can't really tell you why. Um, Harvester of Sorrow. Oh, great. Yeah, good one. Um, and The God That Failed. Which also relates to uh, James and his mother. Yeah, yeah uh, I could see that. I, I just found some uh, my original list. So my my album mentions, um, and these are two very similar songs: are Fixer and Outlaw Torn. The uh, enders mm. for Load and Reload. Those just those yeah. are really good. Just kind of jammy a little bit, and they just hit with some really big solo. Um, okay. And then uh, off of uh, Death Magnetic, which I think is the only album that we haven't had anything from, um, yeah. is My Apocalypse. It's kind of a fun song. Um, and, and from um, self, Hardwired to Self-Destruct, uh, Halo on Fire is actually a really good song. Um, it's a little more like hard rock, um, but I don't know. The riff is just killer. 
And then um, my cover is Whiskey in the Jar. Just really fun. I wrote that one down too, but I didn't realize it was a cover. So uh, Great video too. Yeah, good video. Okay, cool. Well, hopefully we've given people stuff to listen to. And if I can do it, you guys can do it too. So, you know, Metallica is not for everyone, just like Taylor Swift's not for everyone. But I think you, as a music just- lover... If you, you make to... me a Taylor Swift uh, playlist, I'll I'll give it a listen. I'll, I'll make a deal. Okay. I'm just going to listen to the you... beginning, the middle, and the end, though. I'll give you deep cuts. I'll give you, like, the real lyrical stuff. I'll listen to it with my daughter. Her lyrics have matured so much since she first started, which is, you know, a natural thing that should happen when you start that young. So, so I think uh, we should take heed because she's a lyrical poet. I think she is. But does she know it? In case she didn't know it, we should tell her. Um, okay. Yeah, fine. I will make you a playlist. You make me a playlist and we'll swap. <laughs> okay. Jason, uh, tell us about Dads from the Crypt and where we can find you and all that cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, again, we, we talk um, Tales from the Crypt. We just talk a lot of horror, a lot of music, a lot of metal. Um, and then we also do uh, interviews with people who directed episodes. So recently directed Stephen Hopkins, who did um, three episodes of Tales from the Crypt. He also did um, the Dream Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Child, Predator 2, uh, oh. the 90s Lost in Space, uh, Ghost in the Darkness. Huge resume. Great guy. We have a ton of different interviews with uh, creators like that. Um, so we have cool. a YouTube channel, and uh, we're on pretty much everywhere you can find a podcast. So thank you for having me on. And good to meet you Thank guys. Thank you for coming. This was fun. And I know we kind of talked before, but we definitely need to do some horror stuff. Yes. Um, that is right up. All of us, except for the bearded wonder, we are all <laughs> horror fans. He is not. So. But if you want to do weird-ass sci-fi, I'm down. Okay. Well, that, that, I think, you know, there's a good crossover there. Absolutely. And then, Chris, tell people again about the uh, paintballing Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, One Step Paintball podcast. Uh, we've got four episodes up so far um, and growing. Uh, we launched a new one this week talking about things you wish you'd known as a new player. Uh, and next week I'll be doing a recap from Austin, Texas of the National Expo League event that's in Round Rock this weekend. Uh, and very soon I will be doing one featuring the owner and creator of Tank Dangle, which is a, a newish cool accessory to the paintball world so uh, i'm on spotify google apple and amazon yeah those and casey um evening at the movies where can we find it what you got going on so an evening at the movies is available wherever you get your podcast listening picks on that creepy ass freaking Spotify shit now. Um, Apple, Amazon, or Apple, Google, blah, 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 wherever. It's also available on the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network, www.idnmtrpodcastnetwork.com, where you can also find other podcasts to listen to. I won't say one, but you can listen to Masturbators, or you can listen to Crush Chasm, or Men of the Prize, or Love is Black, or something else that somebody else will talk about here in a second. You mean the show you're currently on, which is called The Sip List? 
Yes. Oh, I was going to let you do it since it's your show. Thank you. Yes, definitely please go check out the network. We got shows for everybody and we're growing soon. So um, thank you guys for being here and doing this. And Jason, I definitely hope you come back on the show um, whenever. Horror is always a commonly themed topic on my show. All right. Just hit me up. So. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, everybody have a great night. And um, yeah, when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>